The abided life is a philosophy. It's a lifestyle. We represent those who take any specific endeavor seriously while putting forth an honest and prudent effort. It's a mindset, an elevated standard of professionalism, honor, and dedication to a cause or action. We show extreme courage and bravery in times of stress or overwhelming odds. We don't make excuses. We don't talk about it. We be about it. Welcome, welcome everybody to a special edition of the All Moves Podcast. This is Anthony Manaya speaking. I want to welcome everybody to the show. And uh, the reason why today is special is because February 21st, uh, 21st, you heard me, 21st, um, don't mind my my uh my voice and how I sound today um I'm a bit under the weather I spent the last couple of days in bed um not feeling too good I think I had the flu um I don't know where that comes from um but you know uh I rarely get sick but when I get sick I get hit hard and uh it takes me out of commission for like a day or two three and um so don't mind me if 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 you know I sound like shit. Um <clears throat> but the show must go on. The show must go on. That's the part about being about it. Um the reason why this is a special edition of the All Moves Podcast, February twenty first, because last year, today, was when I dropped the About a Life brand. This is when I made a video on Instagram. I put it up on Facebook, YouTube. Um, it was a video um, where I revealed to the world what I was working on for the last two and a half years prior to that. Uh, you know, working every single day on research and and applying and trying. You know, years and years of experience, and uh, those two years was really trying to put it all together in a in a package. And seeing how can I really share this message with the world, and um, yeah, so I, technically today it's it's February twenty first is the birthday or the anniversary of the About It Life, um, so it's uh, it's exciting times to see what we've done in a year, um, how how far that uh, we've came. Uh, nobody was was really rocking with the message in the beginning and and um you know a year later to see so many people really really um digging the message and supporting the message supporting the lifestyle which which means a lot to me um also i just turned 27 on february 18th 27 years old uh, which i spent most of the day in bed <laughs> I felt bad for my family members and uh, people who came out to see me. Um, I was just in bed. I I, I just I, I had this crazy headache, um, coughing, and, and yeah, I just got hit hard with this flu or whatever it is. Um, I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, I know I don't sound like it, but trust me, I do. Um, yeah, so today's a special edition of the show. So I did a lot of research, spent all day uh, really researching, and, and I wanted to uh, 
deliver a message that's impactful, meaningful. Uh, and it's, it's something that I always talk about, but I, I, I never, I don't think I've created a full show on it. Um, but I wanted to create something that will will definitely have you thinking. Now, being sick was a part of it. I started thinking about, okay, you know, um, this is this is what's it, it. It's a part of life, right? No matter how healthy you are, no matter how fit you are, no matter how um, you know how much you take care of yourself, at the end of the day, you're still a human being. And um, you can get sick, you can get uh, thrown off your game, but it, it, it's a it's a part of it's a part of being a human being, right? And all we can do is prepare for those times, right? And uh, or or when those things happen, how do we react to it, right? What do we do to better ourselves? Um, for me, I believe in natural healing. Um, you know, alkalizing the body ginger lemon um you know i believe in drinking a lot of water i I don't take any pills so if i have a headache i'm really fighting this headache um as long as possible right i'll i'll have i don't i won't take a tylenol or a uh what do you call it um advil or any of those or any of those pills or pharmaceutical drugs i don't i don't take any of that um I, I I try to do as natural as possible, which uh, it takes longer, but I feel in the end is much more. Um, it's a smart decision. Um, but also, it's again, it's a part about being being a human being, right? So what happens? So the reason why I bring that up and is all going to make sense now because uh, let's let's take this all the way back to. Let's talk about I'm looking at my notes real quick. Let's let's talk about in the beginning of time. Right? Now many of you heard me talk about this before. You know, if you go to episode uh 27, I talk about in the in the episode natural human powers, I talk about this same stuff. Um you know, human beings in the beginning of time. Right? If you look at what were their their main focus in life and their main focus was on survival and adapting right if you look at it and every single day they had to wake up and figure out what are they going to eat for the day right what were they going to uh you know uh where they were traveling to next they had to adapt to the weather if they were traveling right um they had to adapt to the weather. They had to adapt to the circumstances. Whatever happens, um, other animals around the area. They had to study it. So everything was about learning, studying, figuring out, and trying, trying new things. Right? Um, if they found a, a a new plant, and it was like, hey, what's this? Right? They have to pick it up. They have to eat it. Somebody had to take one home for the team. Right? Because if it was poisonous, they would get really sick. Um, and they were like, man, we don't know, you know, uh, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, and that person will probably die because they ate something that they weren't supposed to even animals as well. They would kill something and say, okay, let's try to eat this. And it wasn't really good for you. And then, you know, that was, that was something to stay away from. So someone's unfortunate experience 
um, was really someone else's education, right? It was like, all right, that guy died eating that. I'm not touching that at all. Um, so it was, it was, it was all about learning and adapting and trying and, and trying to figure it out. Right. And, uh, we were great at figuring out solutions to problems. The reason why I bring this up is because at the time, at that time, I can imagine it, it wasn't about happiness, right? It wasn't about happiness. Um, their main focus wasn't about waking up and whether or not they feel like going out uh, to hunt or whether or not they feel like going out to drink water and bring, you know, um, you know, bringing the whole band out to go drink the water or, you know, even even when they started to create the clay, right, turned it into pots and, and uh, well, they found the, you know, the clay by the river. And they were like, wow, wait a minute, wow, we can do this. If we heat it up, it will get rock solid and we can actually use this to eat out of and and drink out of and things like that. Even when they did that, it's like it, it was never, it was always to make things much more, it, everything was made to, I'm trying to word it in a way where it makes the most sense, where, where, where it will lead to the next thing I'm trying to bring up. It's like nobody was focused on trying to be happy, right? It was all about, can we make it to the next day? And what do we need to do to continue to have access to this you know, this, this food supply to this water supply, right? Like the, the access, can we continue to have access to this stuff? What happens when the animals moved locations and now we got to pick up the entire band and, and where we set up all the traps and where we set up, you know, our, our little village or whatever you want to call it, where we set up our little thing to, 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 you know, uh, where we stood at, now we got to pick up and move. And everything was just about going, 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 right? There was always something to do, I can imagine, right? And that gave, that gave human beings a sense of purpose. If you really think about it, that gave human beings a sense of purpose where they there was a reason everybody had to contribute to the tribe everybody had to contribute to the community right everybody had to play a role um and it was meaningful right it felt meaningful because you wasn't focused on anything else you was trying to learn everything at once you was trying to pick everything up and just it take it day by day by day, right? And what was a part of that was a lot of adversity, um, a lot of stress. But again, going back to what I was saying, it, it's a part of being a human being, right? All these emotions are a part of what being a human being is about. Um, 
you know, now if you look at where we are in life, where we don't have those responsibilities anymore, most of those things are are taken care of for most people, right? It's easy now. Now you can walk down the block, you know, uh, to the bodega in the Bronx. You can go down the block and pick up something to eat real quick and, and you know, a little snack or something and go back, right? You can go to the supermarket and, and, and you know, your meat is uh, your your steaks are wrapped up in, in this plastic thing and you just take it out, right? You just take it home and buy it. So now those things are not uh, no longer a priority for most human beings. And <clears throat> being that that's in place, um, the convenience is is absolutely it's just on an all time high, right? And and you know as technology continues to expand and grow. Um, things are going to get more and more convenient, right? Soon you're going to be talking to your, you know, your best friend in a hologram or something like that. And, uh, you know, you probably don't even have to go to the movies anymore. You just buy the lens. You order the lens of the film that just came out, right? Uh, you know, uh, Fast and the Furious 25, it comes out and uh, you just put the lens on your eyes and then that's it. You just see, you know, you just got to make sure you have a blank wall and you're just staring at the wall and you can see the, the fucking film uh, through your contact lenses, right? I'm just making things up, but it, things are going to be more and more, more convenient for, for human beings that, you know, it's going to take away a lot of the responsibilities that gave humans a sense of purpose, in life, right? So the pursuit of happiness is at a all-time high. Um, and this is very important to understand, uh, especially people in inner-city communities. Um, you know, the the pursuit of of happiness is something that they focused on a lot. That. Growing up, it was definitely something that we focused on a lot. Um, I remember being a kid and just every day was going outside and, you know, we, for punishment, I, you know, of, of course you can, you can say, but you're a kid, which makes the most sense. But yeah, um, just this, this is a representation of human beings in general. Like I couldn't sit around and be bored like the punishment for me for my dad was you can't go outside and see your friends and i felt like that was just the worst thing he could possibly do to me right it was like how can you stop me from seeing my friends you know um that was that was something that uh i used to cry about and i used to get upset about because when i would go outside it was all about you know what are we doing today Right. Um, we're playing manhunt. Uh, we will play manhunt. This that's like for those of you who don't know what that is, it's like a it's like a real ghetto version of cops and robbers. Um, or you could say tag, right? And hide and seek tag put together <laughs> at extreme version at you know, adding alleys and under cars and climbing you know, fire escapes and running like it was te two teams and we would play that. We will uh, play sports in the street. Um, 
you know, uh, everybody would just come outside and even, even, you know, just looking back at it now, it wasn't just the kids that were outside, you know, of course the parents is outside to, to watch the kids and things like that. But then you see what the parents are doing and, um, you know, everybody was hanging out in front of the building, um, just talking, sitting there, um, and, you know, playing music, and then you see people dancing in the street, and you see the, the little girls playing double dutch, and they drawing on the floor and doing the skip, the, the skip rock thing, when they, you know, uh, this is what we did in, 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 in New York, right, where uh, everything was just about, um, you know, uh, what are we doing today, what are we doing today? Right, everything is is a party. Um, every weekend was was a party. But I looked at my parents growing up, and there was not one weekend. You know, my dad's full blooded Dominican, and my mom is Puerto Rican, and uh, you know, all they want to do is party and dance, and you know, uh, cook good food and invite the family over. And this was this was. This was every Friday night, right? It was like every Friday night was like a celebration of what? Just come come over. Let's, let's just party, 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 party. And, you know, alcohol and, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, just, just escaping life, right? Just, just um, you know, you work Monday to Friday at a job that you don't like, but you're only doing it because you... you you have kids, of course, you have responsibilities, but, you know, you have to take care of the family, um, and you are, uh, you know, you are, you are accepting this mediocre lifestyle, right? You're doing what you can and what you have or what you believe you have, right? Because anything else would be a bit too much, um, so what happens is that people who, you know, it's like any chance I get to not think about work or any chance I get to party or any chance I get to uh, hang out, it's like I'm taking advantage of that opportunity. So I think um, it was, uh, if, you, if you look back at it, like that was their form of happiness right their pursuit of happiness was was just at an all-time high right and you know which 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 now i i was just looking back at it <coughs> it makes sense see the, the when you're pursuing happiness though and that's your only pursuit for happiness you can get a lot of it confused right you start to search for um, distractions. And many of you heard me say this before, even on the episode where I spoke about uh, the fear of success episode. I forgot what number was that, but it was, uh, it was uh, I believe it was a few weeks ago. Um, it was last, last month, around January 6th, I believe it was. Um, the fear of uh, success where I talk about the, the escapism, distractions. Now, the, uh, the, you could tell that the, the pursuit of happiness and 
the search for distractions is at an all-time high. Just look at the industries that attract those type of people. Um, if you look at, let's look at, I did a little bit of research today for the, for, for the numbers on this stuff. In USA alone, right? Let's look at the TV industry as a whole, the entertainment industry as a whole, right? In USA alone, it's about $720.38 billion, billion in TV, right? In the television entertainment industry, right? 720 point 38 billion dollars right so i'm gonna i'm gonna break this down a bit now globally globally um in 2015 it was about 1.72 trillion dollars globally and is projected to go about 2.14 trillion by 2020 Right. So this whole thing is going up. And if you look at what else attracts that same mentality, let's look at pharmaceutical drugs. Um, let's just like look at drugs kind of like um, escaping from uh, this quote unquote problem that people have. Right. Where where if your philosophy is to uh, pursue happiness and and you you look for happiness as a way of life anything that requires some type of struggle some type of adversity um you will view it as the anti right it's anti happiness so it really bump a type of person who values this as a as a as a way of life right will view the opposite as an anti Right, the anti-happiness and it's it's is the the opposition, right? It's the enemy. So imagine when it comes to adversity, when it comes to something being difficult, being hard, when it comes to um, just uh, yeah, just ad- ad- adversity as a whole, um, you would look for ways to avoid it. Anything painful, you will look for ways to avoid it. And pain um, is, is uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Well, like I said, pain is a part of life. Pain is a part of living. Pain is a part of what makes us human beings. So trying to avoid that is what most people do. Name. They do it through pharmaceutical drugs um, or they do it through different forms of drugs. But like, you know, the, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, not being able to handle boredom, right? Um, always look to getting distracted or I how, you know, this whole ADD, ADHD thing that uh, I definitely been diagnosed when I was young saying I have ADD, but my, my mom was not having it though. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I remember when my mom, uh, they had a meeting in school when I was younger, um, they invited my mom to to the school and say, we really have to talk to you about your son. And they were like, what happened? It was like, your son, uh, we we believe he has ADD. 
Uh, we took him to the medical downstairs. We took him to the to the to the nurse. Um, we was trying to figure out what's wrong with him, but he keeps making you know uh, drum noise. Like he keep playing the drums on the desk while the teacher's trying to speak. He keeps uh, talking. And my mom was like, what? My son is not ADD. Don't claim my son is this. My mom And my mom is very ghetto. So my mom goes in on, <laughs> on the principal at the time. She was like, look, what are you talking about? My son, my son ain't got nothing wrong with him. And uh, she was loud. It was funny. And then when we got home, she was like, Anthony, look, these people think you're retarded. Okay. These people think you're stupid. Now show them you're not stupid. Okay. Show them you're not stupid. And uh, they want a medical note, right? They want to see if uh, I do have ADD. So um, I guess it was to put me on special ed or something, special ed. I don't know how this works, but my mom took me to the uh, to the doctor um, to to evaluate me or whatever. I don't know. Um, I think it was a doctor. Yeah, that's where you go. And then, uh, the, you know, this dude was like, yeah, your son has ADD. It sounds like he has ADD. We're going to give him, you know, prescription drugs and prescribe him some drugs. Some, some. I think it was like Adderall or something like that. And my mom, my mom went crazy. She was like, what? My son ain't doing that. My son... <laughs> I laugh about it to this day, but my mom, I, I never was on that stuff. Um, my mom refused to uh, accept that her child had some type of deficiency um, or, or mental illness or th- and things like that. Um, but, you know, now nowadays, anybody who just can't handle some type of boredom, some type of stress will say that, oh, well, I have ADD or, you know, I'm not saying there's people that don't have mental illness because mental illness is definitely, definitely real. I have friends who truly struggle with uh, mental illness. However, I think it's, it's very difficult to evaluate. It's very difficult to judge. And, and um, it's easy to say, based on your philosophy, I believe it's easy to say, hey, you know, something's wrong with me because I can't handle this. I don't like this, right? So if you look at the drug industry and and, uh, the medicine industry alone, globally, it's about uh, 1.5 trillion globally, right? Um, And also the alcohol industry, billions and billions of dollars in all these industries but but it but if you look at what is why is this important right what is money if you look at money what 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 do you do with money money you're trading value right you have money that i want right and in return you want you want a service right or a product um well let's say like this i want a product I want a service, right? I have money. I'm willing to trade this money, right? A hundred bucks of these, 10 bucks of these, whatever. Like how many of these? A hundred of these things, which is called money. I'm really to trade it, right? And in, in return, I get the value. That means there are billions and billions of dollars being poured into these uh, these industries, right? A lot of it has to do with with escapism. A lot of it has to do with 
relaxation. A lot of it has to do with, um, you know, feeling better, right? Um, not being your normal self, right? And there's trillions of dollars within these industries. That means I'm willing to trade my money, take my money out and, and pay for this thing. Now you have to look at why. Why are these industries, right, that have to do with escapism and uh, getting out of your normal self, right, um, escaping reality? Um, why are these industries trillions and trillions and trillions uh, uh, worth trillions of dollars? Now, There's this thing called hedonic, right? Hedonic treadmill, a.k.a. the hedonic adaptation, right? Which means basically that people will do things and uh, no matter what you give them, right? So let's say, for example, someone feels that um, they're searching for happiness so that someone feels like they need to buy this this new car, right? So they'll buy the car and six months, you know, they feel good for about three months or, or yeah, like three months, but within three to four, six months later, they go right back to how they originally felt. That feeling is now gone, right? That thing no longer brings them happiness anymore because what they thought it was, it no longer is, right? So they'll trade that in and get something else, or they'll buy a Gucci bag or a you know a Rolex watch, something that makes them feel, oh man, this is prestigious. This makes me feel good. And you know, red bottom shoes, and I'll buy this and I'll feel good about myself and I'll feel happy for the moment. And then after that, that wears off and you go right back into this thing. So it's this idea, like this need for short short-term pleasures, this need to constantly try to repeat short-term highs, right? And try to confuse that for fulfillment. People try to confuse short-term highs. Again, excuse me, sorry for my pronunciation and my, uh, you know, my sickness that's uh, interrupting the podcast. (laughs) Um, Because I'm literally breathing and talking through my mouth. It's, It's fucking... I can't even breathe through my nose. Um, <coughs> people try to repeat short-term pleasures and confusing that with with fulfillment, right? So people are living every single day. Again, I, I talk about the inner cities and because this is all I know from experiences, but you know, from an aspect of human beings in general, knowing that the responsibilities we don't have anymore as human beings, well, most of us, right? There's people still doing that some somewhere around the world, but uh, most of us don't have this 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 uh, this certain responsibility. That means we have to create our own meaning, uh, our own fulfillment in life, and uh, you know, most people confuse that with with happiness and this search for just escapism, happiness, and this nonstop need to be distracted and uh, thinking that that's what life is about. Right. But like I said in the beginning, you're missing the point 
of what being a real human being is about. If you look at sports, people who win championships, they will never experience that excitement of winning a championships, the a championship if they never lost a game before, right? It's the aspect of winning and losing. Someone has to win, someone has to lose in sports. Now that sadness, that emotion is what creates the the uh it's just what makes everything worthwhile when you win, right? You literally have people playing sports and if if everybody would just to win, it wouldn't matter anymore, right? It was like, oh yeah, good stuff. It it just wouldn't bring this much excitement. Um, but the difficulty to making it to these championships in any type of sport, the difficulty, the the day by day work that these people like the uh, the the work that they experience every single day the hardships the adversity the uh you know being tired being sick days and days and weeks and weeks and months away from their family to be in this moment of in a championship game because this is what brings them fulfillment this is what brings them a sen- gives them a sense of purpose is playing this this particular any particular sport right and um you know losing that after all that right after all that getting to this point and losing that sadness right is what gets you to say man i really care the emotion i really care about this and then you get sad it's unfortunate at the moment but in the long run it turns into uh fuel right because when the next season comes, you get super excited again. You get ready to go. You're like, let's go. I don't want to experience that again. Let's go out and win. You get more motivated. You learn more. You train more. You take more risk. You make more sacrifices, right? And, uh, you know, it makes it worthwhile. The person who wins, it's is that excitement level goes through the roof. Yes, I went the, you know, I won because I experienced losses over the years. I experienced all that hard work every single day just makes it worth it, right? That's a form of it we see in sports. It's, it's so sadness, anger, right? Getting upset that, uh, you know, the referee called a foul, right? Or the referee, you know, the official uh, pulled out the the red flag or the card or blew the whistle, whatever, whatever sport you want to say it is, um, you know, even in fighting when the referee stops the match too early, it's like, oh, what are you doing, right? And that anger in there, so oh, stop it, right? Like that anger you you have within this game and the game and the emotion is all about being a human being. These other aspects, the other emotions, like being happy is an emotion. It, it's a temporary thing. It's happiness is per moment to emotion. Um, something happens, you're very happy. The next second, something else can happen, you're sad, right? It, because you you care, um, you're angry, right? Um, you know, out of control, this is when things get crazy. It's when you repeat this this action of sadness and you repeat it 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 and that's when people are chronically like that's when depression kicks in where you just repeat this and and uh you know this downhill spiral of just negative thoughts experiences and 
that's when you feel all depressed. And, and, and a lot of that has to do with meaningless. The feeling of meaningless is the problem. Um, the feeling of meaningless, that none of this actually means anything. None of this actually matters, right? And uh, you're living every single day for what, right? And like I said earlier um, about inner city, uh, you know, growing up in the inner city, the, the uh, lack of opportunity, if you want to say, right, that's the kind of philosophy it was growing up. We don't have any type of opportunities here. We're just all stuck here. We take whatever we can get. This is why we work these jobs that don't really matter, these dead-end jobs, because we got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's kind of like, it, it's a feeling of just, what is life really about, right? What is life really about? Was it meant for someone to uh, grow up in the inner city and just work at this job they hate from Monday to Friday and then Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, just party, do the same shit? Even that becomes uh, the same routine, right? There's but so much you can do. But a fulfilled life is very different. A fulfilled life is it's it's basically happiness through your abilities and your character and who you are as a human being and what you focus on on a daily basis fulfillment that means regardless of how you feel happy sad angry mad you understand that it's a part of being a human being Right, it's a part of being a human being, and you do, and, and then you start to understand that, regardless of what happens or what type of emotion I'm in, when you're a fulfilled person overall, you are truly happy. Right, um, because you created this type of meaning for yourself, this meaning for your life, where you're attached to so much, and it brings out all these emotions. Right. This is why, you know, when you watch certain films, there's different genre of films that bring out different emotions. There's comedy that makes you laugh, makes you smile. There's horror that gets you afraid and gets scared. There's, there's, uh, and, and you start getting worried and like, man, what if that happens to me? Or, or you know, it brings out this different type of emotion and, and, and the love story of, 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 of love and sadness or something like a breakup or you know someone dies in a movie a main character dies you start tearing it's a part of being a human being now those who are in pursuit of happiness don't realize what they're doing to themselves most of the time what they're doing to themselves is they they avoid the opposite feeling right um they avoid uh they would they would not take any risk they will not take any risk because taking risks does not lead to happiness, right? Taking risks in their mind, they feel while the process of me taking this risk, the process of being uncomfortable is not something that I am looking for, right? So if I'm searching for happiness, I wouldn't I, thinking about it right now. And I have to travel this road full, filled with hardships, with loneliness and and, uh, you know, just straight adversity and setbacks and everything is just, 
the opposite of what I'm looking for, I won't go down that path. Why would I? Right? And I would never know secretly that traveling down that path leads to true fulfillment. I would never know that because I would avoid it. So I will get attracted to things that bring me this temporary happiness. It's like the hedonic treadmill, the hedonic adaptation, right? That that happens where, yeah, I do this. I hang out with these group of people for a couple of hours. I feel super happy. The second I'm alone, I feel lonely and isolate. I can never do anything on my own, right? I can never do anything on my own. It's like when my dad said, you can't go outside. I'm like, why, why, why? When I was younger, it's like I couldn't, I couldn't stand a day to not be like, not be with my friends. What? Like not sit around, talk shit. What? Right? It was just mind blowing to me. But this is what people are doing now. Right? Now, how do you, how do you change this around? Right? How do you change this around? Someone who's listening to this right now, how do you change this around? If you're someone who listens to gurus and listen to people or reading books uh, that promote, uh, you know, be happy. Don't you just want to be happy, right? Like happiness, happy, happy. Everybody's talking about these thumbs up smiles and, you know, singing to the fucking mirror and uh, telling themselves, I am great. I am good. Like these affirmations that get you delusional, Um if you're somebody like this, you have to you have to change your perspective for a second. Right? Change your perspective for a second. And and ask yourself, what is going to bring me the most fulfilled fulfillment, right? What's going to get me feel fulfilled that I won't be I'm not afraid of feeling anything else besides happiness, right? Like this is why I promote adversity. This is why I promote uh, I did a video that said, give me the stress. I want the stress. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Right? You know, people were, I got messages. I promoted that that video heavy. I was like, give me the stress. I was like, uh, fake entrepreneurs are, are putting thumbs up and, and promoting, you know, uh, happiness is like, thumbs up, thumbs up. I was like, this is all stress. I'm stressed the fuck out right now. Right? Uh, but I was like, I want the stress. Give me the stress. Give me, give me all the responsibility. Give me all that is difficult because I know I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to become a better person from it. Right? It's a reverse type of thing that happens. Um, when you pursue the path that's, that's less pleasurable. Right? Only then will you truly find out who you really are. And overcoming these obstacles and overcoming adversity and overcoming difficulty is what makes this whole shit worthwhile because now you have this sense of fulfillment and meaning and purpose like we did back in the beginning of time. When we kill those, you know, uh, those buffaloes or when we try those plants, again, something has to die in order for us to live, right? Something has to die in order for us to live. 
is it going to be us? Or is it going to be the plants or the, 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 the animals, right? But this is why we would worship these animals. Because we weren't kill them for being upset. It was like, wow, these, these animals, this buffalo or this, this uh, whatever animal it was back in, back in time, right? Where we were wear them as this animal is keeping us warm. This animal is keeping us alive. We worship this animal. We love this animal. Right. These plants that, uh, you know, the trees that we had to cut down in order to create our little, you know, type of hibernation type of thing. Right. The leaves, the trees, we had to hibernate under them and create a little, I don't know, whatever the fuck you call it. Right. Also, the traps and and, uh, you know, food from the from, you know, the plants and things like that. It's like we had to. uh we worship these things, right? But it gave us a sense of purpose every single day to go out there and really say, man, yeah, we did this today. We got it done. Great job, family. We're going to go out tomorrow. We're going to do the same thing again, right? Um, you know, my kids are growing up. They're eating well. We have to take care of them. And and that's what gave us a sense of fulfillment in life, a sense of purpose, Um Nowadays, you have to find something that you really are attracted to, and you got to change your perspective that you're not searching for happiness. You're searching for meaning. You're searching for meaning. Now, again, you don't have to follow this. I mean, you can, you know, there's people out there who saying the opposite. You listen to that. You listen. You listen to this, and you make your own judgment. Um, going based on experiences, I know for a fact for a long time I I was doing I was uh I was doing this this back to back pleasurable things and thinking that I confused that for fulfillment. It was back to back happiness, back to back escapism, back to back, back to back. But in between, it was always fuck. I don't like this feeling of not doing this thing that I'm dependent on to give me this short term happiness. Right. And a lot of people will get it confused. Um, thinking, yeah, I'm going to uh, you know, you know, they people just do outrageous things for this thing called happiness instead of uh pursuing meaning, purpose, fulfillment, right, character building, um growing through adversity, growing through pain, um, voluntary discomfort, putting you putting yourself through uncomfortable situations. And learn to adapt on it, uh, adapt during that moment, right? Are you going to give in? Are you going to give in when things get difficult? And then those things, when you come out on top, when you come out victorious, when you succeed, those things bring true fulfillment and true meaning to people's lives. That being said, family, I just want to say thank you all for rock with me, listening. Um, how long has been? How long this episode has been? This episode has been about forty-seven minutes. I just want to say thank you um, for those who've been rocking me, rocking with me for a solid year with the About It Life. Um, next week's episode will be the. Uh, I think is this one. Um, let me see. Let me check. Let me check. This one will be 51, right? 51 episodes. And then 
52 would be um, the next one, right? So it's literally going to be a year since we started the All Moods podcast. You know, when I started the About a Life, I was like, how can I get this message out there? And then I started the podcast about a week or two weeks later. Um, so next week's Thursday will be, a, I, I believe, will be, yeah, uh, a solid, yep, will be a solid year of the show. So that being said, I just want to say thank you all for listening in. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with somebody who needs to hear this. Again, I'm sorry for my voice. I think it made me more mellow, made me articulate my words better. I kind of like the way I, uh, the delivery of this podcast. It was, it was, it was, I like the feeling of it. I think a lot of people are going to like it. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody you know. Um, please leave a review. I see those of you who have, the few of you who left the review, and it means a lot to me. It really does. Um, if, if, if you rock with this podcast and you listen to it, on the day to day, right? Uh, please feel, uh, please leave a review on uh, the Apple Podcast platform or wherever you can leave a review in uh, on your platform that you're listening to now. If you can leave a review, leave a review. Um, yeah, what else? What else? It's pretty much what I got. That being said, fam, till next week. Thank you all. Peace. Family, listen, if you haven't done so yet, check out the About It Life store. You go to theaboutitlife.com. You can go check out the hats, the merch, the uh, the cups, the, uh, the T-shirts, everything we have there. If you support the movement and really rock with this message, go check that out, theaboutitlife.com. I appreciate you guys so much. If you can support the movement, it means so much to me. Also, I do run a private mastermind group. Uh, I call it my inner circle. It's the aboutitclub.com where you can go there and it's a $25 a month membership where you and I come together every Tuesday night, right? It's a group of us, a group of like-minded individuals. If you want to tune in every Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., we uh, we talk about imp- important topics um, and, and we discuss them after. You know, there's a lot of people that on their journey to growth, on their journey to uh um, you know, to to really understanding the mind and understanding philosophy and understanding what it takes to actually win. Um, a lot of people don't have a community around them that are going in the same direction. So if you're looking for something like that, if you want exclusive content of mine, there's articles, videos exclusively in the aboutitclub.com. You can go check that out. It's a $25 a month membership. Um, there's no commitments. You can cancel any time if you don't find value in it. So with that being said, family, um, go check out theaboutitlife.com and go check out theaboutitclub.com. Thank you so much for listening in.